What's up, aliens? It's Big Al. Welcome to another Dumb Sports Empire. And that is it. That is a wrap on football season. The fat lady has sung. Last game has been played. What a what a great way to end holiday. It wasn't like the best game ever, but it was it was great football to watch. Um, Rams led a comeback drive in the end. Um, let's just dive right into it. That's all the show's going to be about is the Super Bowl. So let's dive right in. Um, first things first, I've got a whole page of notes here. I watched the game. I took notes of things I wanted to talk about. So I'm just going to go in order of my notes. It should be in chronological order, but if it's not, then, you know, it's okay. This is the world's shittiest sports podcast. So um, first things first, don't be the person that, that tweets, I'm only here for the commercials. The commercials suck now. I I have a top... I was going to do a top five commercials at the end of the, the episode, but there's only four that really like stood out to me. So you can hear my top four commercials, um, but don't be the person that tweets, I'm only here for the commercials because everyone just thinks you're a piece of shit. Every football player or a football fan is like, okay, don't be, don't be that person. I'm just here for the commercials and the halftime show. The halftime show is great. We'll get to that, but um, don't be that person that... I'm just here for the commercials. Yeah, the commercials fucking suck now. So you're here because at least you like a little bit of football. So stop lying to everyone. All right. Let's jump into the game. So first things first, Bengals had an early fourth down failure. That kind of, it didn't really hurt that bad. I think the Rams went and scored on the next drive. But um, no big deal. Stafford throws that dime to Odell. Freaking Odell, man. That guy's got paper ACLs. Now people blame the... The AstroTurf, that fake grass for ACL injuries. And I had a, a teammate of mine in, when I played football in Ohio, um, Division Two, no big deal. I was scout team defense. Um, I had a, a guy on the team, I almost called him a friend, he definitely wasn't a friend, but um, he tore his ACL two times on AstroTurf field, on the Hall of Fame field in Canton, Ohio. Um, so everyone, every former player, I think San Antonio Holmes was the first one I saw, but they were blaming the AstroTurf on Odell's knee injury. Now we just know that Odell has paper ACLs back-to-back years. I mean, it's not even diagnosed yet, but it was non-contact. It looked, I mean, I could I could feel it in my knee. It didn't look like egregious or bad or anything like that, but it was just the fact that it was non-contact and he couldn't complete the catch because his knee was in so much pain. I was like, oh, this dude tore his ACL again. And it sucks because he was uh, going to be a free agent after the year. And then the Bengals whip out some Joe Mixon halfback pass trickery now that is the exact same play i don't know if you guys remember this far back but madden like 99 or madden one of the old old maddens had this game i think i used the buccaneers because they just won the super bowl so it might have been like 2002 2003 they had this halfback pass i used to run the sweeps all the time halfback sweep right halfback sweep left and i would get like 10 yards of carry and then i would whip out the halfback pass, and it was exactly what the Bengals did. It was just a toss to the right. Joe Mixon pulls up um, before he gets to the sideline and just drops a dime. Great throw by Joe Mixon. Of course, I don't like Joe Mixon, but it was great. So Odell gets a touchdown in the first half. Joe um, Mixon throws a touchdown in the first half, and then Cooper Cup gets a um, gets his touchdown. It was first of two um, in the first half. Then we get to the halftime show. That's all I got for the first half. Nothing really happened. I mean, Odell tore his ACL. I think did. Yeah, I think that's when um, Matt Stafford threw up that bomb. That was an interception in the end zone. So he he is losing his deep ball. Like, for sure losing his deep ball. Because he had that horrid deep pass against the 49ers two weeks ago. 
where he threw it down the middle of the field and his guys weren't like within five yards of it and he threw it directly at a at a safety back there. So Matt Stafford's gotta be losing his deep ball. But doesn't matter, he's a Super Bowl champion. Alright. So then we get to the halftime show. That was the best halftime show of all time. I loved it. I loved Snoop. I love um, Dr. Dre was good. The only thing that really brought it down for me was Kendrick Lamar. I mean, I, I'm just not a, a Kendrick Lamar listener. But when he came on, like it just felt like the, the most dull like minute and a half of Super Bowl um, halftime history. Like You can tell me I'm wrong. Like Tell me if you're a Kendrick Lamar fan, like if it was good or not. But it was like Dre and Snoop were awesome. Mary J. Blige was actually really good. My wife's a huge Mary J. Blige fan. She was dancing and everything like that. Eminem, of course, killed it. And then um, 50 Cent. <laughs> 50 Cent was like the funniest part. That dude was straight up like hanging upside down like a freaking bat. And then um, my wife's like, did he get fatter? And then everyone on, on Twitter is like roasting 50 Cent for getting fat. And um, they're like, how long did, did they put 50's fat ass up there? <laughs> Just Jesus, man. He wasn't that fat either. I mean, I'm, I'm a fat guy. Like, he was not that fat. But he got a little bit round in the face, and so everyone calls him fat. And of course, um, the coolest kicker ever, Evan McPherson from the Bengals, was sitting on the bench just watching the halftime show the whole time. So good for him, not having real responsibilities as a kicker, getting to sit there and watch the halftime show while everyone else is preparing for the second half. Hilarious. Halftime show was amazing. I loved it, except for Ken Kendrick Lamar. But it, it was honestly the best I've seen. Now, I don't like re specifically remember halftime shows, but this was by far the best that I remember. I don't know why. I, I'm trying to think of like top ones before this. I know. I think I liked Lady Gaga. I think I liked Katy Perry. Katy Perry had those two sharks. That's the only one I really remember about that. But um, great, great halftime show. Just Dr. Dre was fantastic. Bringing in Snoop, bringing in 50 Cent, bringing in Eminem. Um, I mean, it was just a great great LA show and it was cool so then we got the second half now the second half immediately opens up with bullshit um the first play they throw a deep bomb to it was a T Higgins and they throw this deep bomb and he grabs Jalen Ramsey by the face mask pulls his ass in front of him and legit just catches the ball and Ingram's for a touchdown it was such horse shit that he freaking just grabbed the dude's face mask. He grabbed Jalen Ramsey's face mask and tossed him and then caught the touchdown. And the refs, give credit to the refs. The refs were letting the boys play today, which is cool. But you can't sit there and let an egregious face mask go. Like, you got to start calling. They started calling at the very end of the game. But, I mean, that was a complete miss. Watch Jalen Ramsey's face get ripped off. Didn't matter in the end. They still won. But just to open the half like that, the Rams got robbed. And then Stafford, of course, comes out and throws an interception afterwards. Now, my favorite tweet at this part was someone said Matt Stafford heard Eminem at halftime and then the Detroit came out of him and he started throwing interceptions. <laughs> so, um, Stafford didn't look great. The whole game, he didn't look great. That deep ball interception was bad. Um, that freaking honky again, that, that guy caused the interception. Like, he tipped the ball up. What's his name? Skoronic? Skoronic? I, I don't even know, dude. This guy freaking um dropped a touchdown against the 49ers two weeks ago and then he comes out and pulls that bullshit where he um he tips the ball up for an interception like you're making matt stafford look bad come on man dickhead and then of course so the Bengals are up i don't even know what the score is at this point the Bengals are up 20 to 13 or 20 to 16 or whatever 
Um, Cooper Cup, that's my boy. Just watching highlights right now. So Cooper Cup obviously balls out, but the Rams waited till the last minute to realize they had Cooper Cup. They were literally like, it was so stupid. They didn't do anything. The run game was getting stuffed the whole game. Um, and then the last drive, all of a sudden, Cooper Cup had five receptions for like 40 yards and then a seven-yard run on a on a fourth and one. They legit forgot they had this dude on the team until the last drive of the game. Like the whole second half, he was non-existent. And then all of a sudden, they needed him the most. There he was, being his glorious goddamn Caucasian self. I mean, I loved it. Cooper Cup is a beast. Now, I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow, and usually the Super Bowl MVP goes to Disneyland the day after the Super Bowl. So, fingers crossed that I get to go see Cooper Cup tomorrow at Disneyland. That would make myself so happy. I'll post a picture on, on the Instagram if I can get a picture of Cooper Cup. Hopefully with him. That would be even better. Um, yeah, they go down, they win, and then... Oh, I just saw Odell's knee again. They go down, they get a touchdown, they're up by three points. Now, it looks like the Bengals have a great chance to come back. They... um. They're driving their first play with a minute and 30 left. They have two timeouts. They have plenty of time to, to get a field goal. And um, they're going to what looks like is going to be a game-tying at least drive. And then all of a sudden, the Rams' defensive line comes alive, which they did uh, most of the second half. And when they come out, oh, I forgot about this play. Hold on. Backtracking. All right. Sorry, shitty. Um, that interception in the end zone that the Bengals had in the first half when Vernon Hargraves just comes off the bench in like slides and freaking um, street clothes and straight up <laughs> straight up gets a, a penalty for taunting coming off the bench and doing all that. He did way too much. He was in slides and freaking street clothes and he comes into the end zone and celebrates with the team like he just helped them get an interception. All right, anyway, back to this. Burrow has an opportunity the Rams defensive line comes alive in the fourth quarter, absolutely lights it up. Um, great stuff by them. Great, great stuff. Aaron Donald wrecked the game in the end. Um, super great for him. Von Miller had a couple sacks. That was awesome. Um, just good stuff all around for for the Rams D-line. They end up stopping them. Aaron Donald on the last play, fourth down, is able to get... Joe Burrow spun around, and Joe Burrow just throws up another ball. Aaron Donald would have had another sack, but Joe Burrow just throws the ball up um, as like a prayer. Doesn't get it. Rams take knees to close out the game. Fantastic game by the Rams coming back, shutting down the Bengals pretty much in the second half. Well, besides the first play of the second half where they scored the long touchdown on the bullshit, and then, what is it, the um, they scored a field goal off the interception, so they kind of shut him down after the first couple of minutes. Oh, Cooper Cup missed Matthew Stafford on that freaking end around pass. Yeah, Cooper Cup should have completed that pass to Matt Stafford. He threw it like 20 yards over his head. Freaking jackass. Stick to playing receiver. So, got a couple things. So, first of, first of all, I'm very happy for the a couple of Rams. I'm very happy for Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford spent 12 years in Detroit um, just sucking. I think he... Went to a playoff game or two. Didn't win, of course, because of the Detroit Lions. So, um, ooh, Joe Burrow's knee got destroyed on that play, too. I thought he tore everything in his knee again. The way he got, he was screaming and holding it. He was in so much pain. Barely walked off the field. Congrats to him for still playing. 
happy for Matt Stafford after coming out of the the factory of sadness that is Detroit. Happy for Aaron Donald, who's been a Ram his whole career. Um, guy's a beast, obviously, three Defensive Player of the Year awards. You never hear about him being like a drama queen or a diva or anything like that. You just hear about him working his ass off. He's 300 pounds and he's got a freaking six-pack, so the dude's got muscle out the ass. Um, just great stuff. Aaron Donald, I'm happy for Jalen Ramsey. So he got a ring at least once in his career. Probably the best um, defensive back in the game right now. Happy for Andrew Whitworth. Now, I liked Andrew Whitworth before, but more recently, it's kind of come out how great of a leader he is and how good of a man he is. Obviously, he won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award for service to his community. But I just saw a video of him right after the Super Bowl that was from two weeks ago at the NFC Championship game when um, he was talking to Odell, and he was like, I think, I don't know if Odell just said something bad or what, but he's sitting on the bench, and Whitworth comes over to him, and he's like, I'm going to get you a t-shirt and a hat today, and then in two weeks, I'm going to get you um, a trophy and it's going to be everything you've ever dreamed of. And he was, like, really, like, supportive to Odell. And he was, like, doing all this stuff. And it was, like, really cool seeing what kind of leader he was. And he's kind of, like, prophesying that Odell was going to be a Super Bowl champion. So, um, Whitworth, kind of cool guy. Really good stuff from him. And then um, Eric Weddle. Very happy for Eric Weddle. Guy came out of retirement. He was on the on the beach five weeks ago. He was on his couch. And they call him up say, hey, need you for a Super Bowl run, and five weeks later, he's a Super Bowl champion, I don't think he won a Super Bowl before, he was on the Chargers, so he didn't win there, he was on the Rams before, and I think he lost, so I don't think he won a Super Bowl, so kind of cool, now let's talk about the refs, the refs didn't play a part, like I said, they missed the Jalen Ramsey thing, and then on the last drive with Cooper Cup, um, with Cooper Cup and with Eli Apple, there were like four penalties in the last, like, two minutes of the game, five penalties in the last two minutes of the game. They had Cooper Cup get a helmet-to-helmet, right tackle holding, Eli Apple holding the shit out of Cooper Cup, which, I mean, we all wanted to see Eli Apple get dusted because he's been talking the most shit out of everyone the past couple weeks. And he swore he won the whole game against the Chiefs because he made that one play on Tyreek Hill. Eli Apple talked so much shit, and Cooper Cup dunked on him freaking to uh, have the game-winning touchdown. So, fuck Eli Apple. I'm glad he didn't win a Super Bowl. He would have been unbearable. Um... And then, yeah, everyone's saying the. A couple of people said the Bengals got screwed because of the penalties. Like, no, well, not at all. They just started calling penalties. Like, they called holding uh, pass interference on the linebacker on Cooper Cup over the middle. And then they had, um, what is it, the. Oh, what is it? Yeah, pass interference on Eli Apple on an out route. Holding, they helmet to helmet the shit out of Cooper Cup. Um, they just started calling stuff. They let him play the whole game, and then they started calling stuff at the end. I can't even remember the penalties before that. I think the only penalty before that was stupid Vernon Hargraves running onto the field and, and slides in and um, street clothes. What <laughs> a jackass. But the coolest thing we find out from this Super Bowl is, I guess, a new way of, of doing things. Right. So, um, of course, we know the Rams don't have a first-round draft pick till what, 2025? Some bullshit like that. So we know that... The Rams absolutely sold out to win this Super Bowl. They traded all their draft picks for Matthew Stafford, for Jalen Ramsey, paid the shit out of Aaron Donald. So these guys sold completely out for these players, right? And they don't have draft picks. So they, they improved themselves through free agency, obviously, through trades and everything like that. Um, they beat the system. This is a new way to do things. Everyone says you got to have draft picks, you got to build draft capital, you got to draft your own talent. 
well, they just came out and sold all their draft picks to win now, and they have done it. They have won. And it's awesome. It's fantastic. Seven sacks, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. Von Miller was brought in in a trade earlier this year. Odell Beckham was brought in in free agency. Uh, Matt Stafford was traded in the offseason. Jalen Ramsey was traded two years ago for a bunch of draft picks. So they sold out. They really sold out, sold all their draft picks, and they won. No one can say shit because they won. So props to the Rams for beating out the system. And then my only other thing I really have written down for the game is, why did NBC cut away from the post-game coverage so fit, so fast? I always kind of enjoy sitting there watching watching the, the post-game, watching him play in the confetti. Aaron Donald had a great interview where they asked him if he was going to retire. He said, you know what, when my daughter was five, I told her we were going to play in the confetti when I won a Super Bowl, so I'm going to go get my daughter. So he was, that was kind of cool. Um, like I said, good dude, Aaron Donald. But NBC kind of rushed off the broadcast. I know they're doing the Olympics right now, but they rushed off the freaking post-game broadcast to what? To go do women's mono bob at the freaking Beijing Olympics. No one's watching that shit. I'd rather watch Matthew Stafford's kids do this interview right now. I I don't want to watch freaking women's mono bob at the Olympics. No one gives a shit about that. There's probably three people watching it. It's probably all her family just watching it at home. I want to watch the post-game stuff for the Super Bowl. Don't put this shit on the Olympics. That's why I'm glad every other freaking broadcast station wouldn't do this. CBS, um, NBC did it, I guess. Fox, they wouldn't pull this crap. It's upsetting, but you know what? Such is life. All right, so I told you, I told you guys I was going to give you four Super Bowl commercials that really stood out to me. Um, so let's just do top four. You know what? No order. I'm not going to do a particular order. I did have a favorite one, but I'll say that for last. So um, Sopranos spinoff. I was so excited. I thought Sopranos was coming back. I was like, holy shit, they're making another Sopranos thing. I just watched Sopranos over my wife's paternity leave. So that was just what's a few weeks ago. Um, so we just watched Sopranos. I was excited. Meadow Soprano comes up, she's driving a truck. I was like, oh shit, she's kind of hot driving that truck. And then they show um, his son at the end. They do the whole opening song for the Sopranos. You know, got yourself a gun. And then they show New York. They show, like, in the old one, they have New York. Um, they have the World Trade Centers. They have the old World Trade Centers that they show in the old. If you watch, like, the first season of the Sopranos, the opening, they have the old World Trade Centers. And then this one, they had the new World Trade Centers. They had the new New York skyline. And then it was an electric vehicle commercial. It was GMC's, or was it Chevy? I don't know, one of the two. Um, it was their new electric truck. And I was like, damn, I thought we were getting a Sopranos spinoff. But then it was Meadow Soprano, and it was AJ Soprano. So it was kind of cool just seeing them together, and they hugged in the end. It was weird, but it was cool. Um, the Manning Dinner Super Bowl commercial was kind of funny just seeing the Mannings at dinner acting like a typical family um always enjoy stuff like that and then honorable mention here Scientology I love 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 how Scientology just sneaks a Super Bowl commercial in every year it's not a good commercial it's just like a random like kid playing in a meadow and I mean it's it's just funny it's just funny that there's Scientology commercials, and they're always in the Super Bowl. Every year there's a Scientology commercial in the Super Bowl, guaranteed. So my favorite commercial was Arnold Schwarzenegger, Selma Hayek, the electric BMW commercial, where he's Zeus, and he, like, 
fixes people people's power and their little dog is a little pegasus i don't know i just thought it was funny it was cute so if you watch the super bowl for the commercials you were grossly disappointed unless you love scientology commercials like me um don't watch the super bowl for commercials go eat food have a good time you know watch the game try to understand the game don't say oh, I only watch it for the commercials in the halftime show like a the halftime show was never as good as it was today b there's only like three good super bowl commercials now Gone are the days of our childhood when Super Bowl commercials were the kitties titties. Now everything kind of sucks. It goes off to the highest bidder. And these just go off to the, the best ones. Remember Doritos commercials used to always be good. There used to be a Budweiser commercial that was like super heartfelt and it had Clydesdales in it. Yeah, all that shit's gone. And now we just get Arnold as Zeus, which is kind of cool. That was my favorite one today. But the rest of them were kind of shitty. So, and then what? Yeah, Coinbase just had a a stupid QR code that was bouncing up and down the screen. My wife and I like pull our phones out like the, the idiots we are. And we're just like, Oh, let's see what it is. And Coinbase popped up. I was like, that was the gayest freaking commercial ever. Just to have a QR code bouncing up and down. I mean, it gets people to visit your website because you put the QR code up and they have to scan it to see what the commercial is even about. But that's just lame. Super gay. I think that's everything. Great Super Bowl, guys. Great football season. That was my first full football season podcasting. Um, just thank you for everyone that stuck around. Um, most likely, I'm going to try to do two shows a week, Mondays and Fridays. I'm going to try to stick to it, but I may take some time off. I'm not sure. I may do some things. I'll try to keep blogging. Um, but yeah, I got to see how into basketball I get. I've been so into football, like I've never been this much into football. So I've been so into football where it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get into basketball like that and keep providing good or shitty podcast content. So um, I'm going to do my best, whatever I do. This has been awesome for me. So um, thank you guys for supporting me. Thank you for a great football season. Love always. And remember, Iowa sucks. <laughs>